And then on top of all that, she turns a phrase like nobody else. She sings like a bird, and she has a she has a nice little figure on stage. She has a comely figure on stage, and has an entertaining vibe. She has an enter. She has a nice figure on stage. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Ear Fuel Podcast. As always, I'm Joel Freemark, and you can find me talking about music every single day at facebook.com slash thedailyguru, and if you're on Instagram, you can find me under Ear Fuel. The podcast is always available in the iTunes and Google Play stores at getearfuel.com, and, well, wherever it is you found this podcast, it's there also. Today, oh, today, I am so excited for what I have in store for you today. Belly remain one of my all-time favorite bands, and Tanya Donnelly and Gail Greenwood were kind enough to sit down with me before their second show here in Brooklyn a couple weeks ago and chat with me about, I mean, we kind of chatted about everything. We discussed everything from what it was like to walk down the stairs for the very first time after more than 20 years and be in a room playing music again together. We talked about how the songs they used to play feel different now and and might play different now. And then we discussed in depth their new record, Dove, which remains one of my favorite, if not my album of the year. I reviewed it a number of weeks ago, so you can go check that out. But honestly, your Ear Fuel listening assignment for this week is Belly's Dove album. If you haven't heard it yet, do your ears and your soul a favor. Plug in, tune in, and dig in. And thank you to the whole band, Gail, Tanya, and the Gorman Brothers, Tom and Chris, for making such exceptional music, putting on one of the most delightfully fun shows I've been to in recent history. And oh yeah, they still have a handful of dates left in 2018. So if they are within striking distance of your town, do yourself a favor, go check out Belly, bellyofficial.com. And now sit back, get some tissues, because there's lots of tears, lots of laughs, and a couple awkward situations and let's chat with Tanya Donnelly and Gail Greenwood from Bell. Superman, give it a rest. You got a good head on your shoulders and a storm in your chest. Superman. Yeah, cut the show is actually a good place to start, though. I mean, okay. last night was a blast. Oh my from, God. from our vantage you. point, was it fun for the crowd? It was. It was a lot of fun, and you guys for our to be crisis having, actors. I mean, yes, that's. I mean, every single one of us. <laughs> you we, we really got our $5 earned your seventy-five dollars. Yeah. You really <laughs> earned your seventy-five dollars. I mean, you guys in seem like you're having a blast up there. Yes, very much. It was super fun last night. It was like the yeah. most fun show so far yeah, on the tour. I think so. It was yeah. nuts. Yeah, people Everything were was fantastic. Just, yep. Yeah, everything was just kind of just kind of lined up in terms of we played well, the vibe was good. Yeah, everyone was in a good mood. Everything felt good. It was yeah, it was good. People knew words to every new song mm-hmm. and sang along heartily yeah. at the top of their lungs, and it was fabulous. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, actually, I don't know how it is for like the muso that wants to actually hear the band. Well, did, a, com- a couple of my friends were like, they were almost <laughs> as loud as you. The well, people standing around me singing as loud as you were singing. I did a, hear yeah. some footage. Someone had a cell phone and it was of the bees. And I was like, oh, is that me singing that out of tune? And I realized it was just some poor soul standing. But God love them. They were fabulous. I know. It was very sweet. But um, it probably was me. I don't know. Singing that flat. But anyway. So 
when you think back to the very first time you guys got back in a room together in 2016, I'm guessing it was. Yeah. yeah. Was it the end start? of 2015? Yeah, probably the end of 2015 yeah. when we were starting to play together, right? I no, don't know. No. I think we actually didn't get in a room together until, until 2016. 2016. No, it was. There right. were emails yeah. in 2015. Yeah. yeah. So was it was it a nervous moment? Was a was it a is this still a thing kind of moment? Both. I yeah, mean, you have a good way of describing it, like kind of like walking down the cellar yeah. stairs. Walking down the stairs, I think, is the first time for me that I was like, oh, wow, yeah. that we're actually walking down into the Rock and Roll Control Center to yeah. play together again. Um, and I got nervous for the first time in that moment mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. because I think part of the email chain was very positive and fun and funny, and that kind of took care of how how the personality piece was going, you know, so we had that sort of out of the way. Yeah. But walking downstairs, I was like, oh, we're yeah. going to play. Yeah. We're about now to play we music again. <laughs> pick up our instruments Together. and yeah. sing along with each other. <laughs> How's that going to go? Yeah. But it was so fine. Yeah. yeah. And it was just, I mean, it was just laughs, laughing. Old jokes just come right back. And it was, uh, and I, I think the music came together really pretty good. Mm-hmm. I think most of us were, well, I was a, pretty nervous about actually playing together with everybody again so I did some woodshedding on my own trying mm-hmm. to like get up to speed so I wouldn't be completely clueless when we played songs that were 25 years right. old. How's that song go again? <laughs> yeah. yeah. But there's a lot of cheat sheets you'll notice and you'll still see them on stage to this day and I get so pissed when one of the people in the front row try to steal them I'm like don't make me write out my cheat sheets again. Yeah. But um, For Starry Eyed. Started. How do you know? I mean, you're not supposed to know that. Because he stole. Because he took your cheat sheet. Who, oh who do you think's been taking the cheat sheets? Joel, I'm gonna make you come up and sing back up tonight. At least he knows how it goes. What do you think? No, it's because I needed the cheat sheet so that I could see how it went. So you guys do the 2016 tour, mm-hmm. and that was super fun. And so the rumor quickly thereafter was you guys were just gonna do an EP, just a few songs. Mm-hmm. When did you realize we've got a full record? here well we we actually decided to make it a full record before um before we wrote for that you know i, I mean we, i think we we had by the, the time we, ones in yeah. 2016 by Army the time we had five songs right and human child right yeah and then there were two, and then what came next more. on the heels of it was, was it human child was that the it was human child um army and then there were two other i think by the time we got up to five songs tom actually sent around an email just saying let's just make an album let's just keep going um and at Mm -hmm. that point gail and tom and i started sending each other music just yeah and then just before you know it we amassed like 12 songs or 11 songs yeah some i think didn't even get recorded there's still some that I think mm. didn't even really get recorded, but it were floated around. But before you knew it, we had an album's worth of material. Yeah. So is the creative process and the recording process different than 20-some-odd years ago? Oh, absolutely. I think, I, for me, the creative process is the same. Like I know Tanya mm-hmm. always talks about how this record has been completely collaborative, but I always felt like, even in 95, that it was completely collaborative. If you had a riff or, a, or, or, or anything, you always felt welcome to bring it to the band mm-hmm. and yeah, it got yeah. worked into songs um i think this time around since tom did really uh, the yeoman's work of production that everything was just in-house and he did tons of arrangement and musical arrangements and, and so we saved like that piece of it just that was so different than how it used to be no outside you sure. know chefs just 
So that mm -hmm. was really nice. And we worked with Paul Coldery, too. You know mm -hmm. Paul, right? Mm -hmm. He was fabulous. So he, what would you say, he co-produced it? Yeah, co-produced and engineered. Yep. And provided the laughs, because we've known him for a long time, and he's yeah. hilarious, and he's awesome to work with. So, And we recorded like vocals at my house, mm -hmm. and um, the basic tracks at Stable Sound in Portsmouth, Rhode Island. So it was all totally local yeah, and super easy. And you didn't have to work with a label around you. You guys could really right. create exactly how right. you wanted. Yeah. Yeah. So, yep. yeah. Um, a long time ago, you said that you felt like King was a bit of a response to the shininess of... Uh, star do you feel like other than it being the exact same band there's uh, a musical kinship or connection between dove and kind of how those records were connected um i think that you know all the elements are uh, coming back together again the four of us we have a chemistry like any like any band that you know is very specific to the combination of us so absolutely it sounds like belly and there's mm -hmm. a clear progression i don't know how to define that or how to even describe it um, accurately or well, clearly. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. um, but it's just, the, you know, I, I, I feel like when you listen to, you know, you Dove is clearly us again, mm -hmm. but I do feel like it has moved forward considerably. Um, and in some ways, there's like a funny, like there's a, I feel like it's a hybrid of Star and King with an added with added layers of decades of experience and mm -hmm. experiential knowledge and um, and just how we have evolved individually bringing bringing our individual evolutions into this new yeah, yeah. A, lot of, a lot of living happened between King and Dove mm -hmm. and I think it's reflected in the record mm -hmm. and especially in as I always say, Miss Tanya Donnelly's Pulitzer Award-winning lyrics mm -hmm. and how um, the stories reflect life's loves and losses over the, the years. And I think that that really is reflective in the record, Dove. Mm -hmm. and, and you guys branch off in what seem like some new musical directions, you know, with, with Artifact probably being oh, yeah. the most obvious, a little bit of a country-western twang in there right. that yeah. works perfectly. Um, how, did, how did that evolve into the mix? I mean, that was one where, you know, I sent that some some stuff into these guys and it sort of just moved in that direction. Tom mm -hmm. really took it in that direction. Mm -hmm. And we kind of just committed to Artifact. You know, I feel like we were sort of, we had a quick conversation like, all right, let's just do this. Yeah. It's, it's heading into a country direction. Let's just fully do it. And then Tom, and go took, for it. he went to town he and he to did town. the really like Bocephus way down <laughs> south, yeah. you know, pedal steel pedal slide. So I mean, yeah. is it crazy yeah. amazing? So yeah. And it's, it's all, it's, um, he didn't actually play pedal steel. It's mm -hmm. just, it's him, I keyboard, I think approximating. In oh, that's not an actual pedal no. steel. Wow. See what I'm saying? See the genius of Tom Gorman? Wow. No, it's phenomenal, and yeah, it even has like the pitch bend. Yeah, and the, I mean, it really sounds like steel strings. Had you not ruined right? that for me, Sorry. I would have always thought. Maybe we shouldn't tell the listeners. <laughs> I know. So no, he always wanted yeah, a friend of ours plays it and, and um, wanted to have him play it on the record. Mm -hmm. And Paul Coldery was like, "No one is going to be as authentic." as what you just put down yeah. on this. Yeah, yeah. So that's we kept it. Sounds really cool. It's so gorgeous. Yeah. I noticed, though, that the vinyl release has a different track ordering than the digital release of the album. Mm -hmm. um, is there one that you guys prefer? I mean, I just... I, I, 
I am sad that we had to take things off of the vinyl, yeah. but it's for quality control mm-hmm. purposes. Um, I mean, I'm sure everyone who's listening knows that when you pack too many songs onto vinyl, it degrades the quality. Um, so that was really tough. That was a tough decision, and mm-hmm. it took us a long time. It to, was like Sophie's choice. It out. <laughs> we were just like, what? It was really hard. Yeah. What child are we going to give up? Yeah. And and so Starry Eyed got, got, got the short straw. And what else is not on there? Quicksand, right? Quicksand didn't make it either. Is Is Suffer the Fools on there? I think so. Yeah, Yeah, I think I insisted on that. It's a beautiful string arrangement. I said that is made for vinyl. Yeah. Old school vinyl. Yeah. So that's in there. Yeah. But Starry Eyed was was kind of a bonus on That's kind of a bonus too. Yeah. I mean, if we were back in the day, we used to call that a, you know, you remember like a hidden track. Sure. But there's no such thing anymore. So it's just like an... (laughs) Yeah, it's unlisted. Unlisted track. Yeah, it's like an unlisted yes. phone number. That's a new one. It's like you just, if you randomly dial, you might get this person. You might get this one. Yes. <laughs> you might get an unlisted number. And and on that song and on Human Child, there's a, there's a bit um, of an Irish feel almost to it um, in, mm. in how the vocals sound there. Was, was that uh, purposeful? Yeah, a little bit. I mean, definitely. Um, that's another one where I just felt like, all right, I'm just going to go for it because this is the way... It's heading, and I'm not going to obscure that. Mm-hmm. It's a huge, you know, that um, is woven into my into my DNA. <laughs> that that musical. Her daughter did take music five years of step. Irish step, yeah. Irish it's, step. It's a full, yeah. So very much. Yeah, it's in your DNA. My heritage, yeah. Donnelly, yeah. yes, yeah. yeah and and I and you know also to be quite honest, I went through sort of many months of listening to Lisa Hannigan almost exclusively because when I love something, I sure. just, it's all I, you know, I become a little bit obsessive. So that kind of bled into to that one too. Where It, wor- yeah. it works. Thank Doesn't you. it though? I mean, do yeah. you cry when you hear that song, I mean, Joel? I mean, do you cry? Look there, at you crying right now. There are... I'm going to tell there, your listeners right now. I'm, I'm just... Blubbering I'm, it in. I'm really good at just not letting that come through on the microphone. I just... <laughs> How can it's you, why it's why right. I don't do video anymore, so they can't Speaking see the tears. Yes, yeah, exactly. they can't see Speaking it anymore. Speaking through tears. <laughs> you know, I, I feel like with this record, it's a bit more about openly confronting and overcoming some of your demons. Is, are, are those themes that, that you felt were present, or am I misinterpreting some of this stuff? No, I think that that's present. You know, it's interesting because people... I, I often ask the question, like, well, now, you know, you're... Like, on paper, I have a very sort of um, settled life, you know, 25 years of me, you too, Gail. Mm-hmm. Like we've been with yeah. our partners for long 25 plus years. Paramours. Our long-suffering Our long-suffering paramours. You know, in the same house for decades with mm-hmm. my, you know, I'm focused on, very focused on my children and work around them. Um, but there's never... I feel like that's extremely fertile soil. And I get the question like, where are you, where do you, you know, where, where are you writing from in this very settled life? But I just feel like there's chaos in everything I just Absolutely. described. Mm-hmm. Sure. Yes. You know, sure. just as much as, you know, when you're living chaotically. So it's, there's, life is just endlessly interesting and full of, you know, it's, there's never, ever, a lack of inspiration if you're paying attention. Right, if you're paying attention, yeah. exactly. And you're an empathetic, you know, sympathetic person like Tanya is. So you feel a lot more than you probably should feel. 
I'm but working you, on that. You're working on it. Trying you need to, to get it. harder. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> so you mentioned Suffer the Fools earlier about making sure that stayed on the record. Yeah. Um, I, want, I want to talk about That's that a bit. It's, it's such a wonderful song because the first time I heard it, I, I said to myself, this almost sounds like a modern version of the Beatles when I'm 64. Ooh, um, like I, oh I, I got God, a I very, that. very, you know, just again, as I interpret it. And, you know, if we keep on the Beatles where they said once a song is kind of out there, it's for everyone else to interpret. Yeah. yeah. Um, and, right. and the organ on that uh, in the background, I really, really love. Isn't it amazing? Uh, it's, it's so good. Yeah, that's Tom um, Gorman, baby. It's so good. And then the strings uh, that come in on the second half yeah. of the song. It's just it's so I perfect. Know, it just I lifts everything. It. Tom is a master of orchestration yeah. arrangement. Amazing. How did how did that song come into existence? Um, he did that, that one was his started. Yeah, yeah, he sent that to us, and we just sort of layered. Is that on the one top. that came in a dream to him, or he woke up and he just? Is that the one, or was that quicksand? One of them came. He woke up and he just started writing it on. Acoustic. I think it was that one. Wow. Yeah. 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 I mean, and he that's didn't come to in a dream, yeah. but he woke up with that sure inspiration, right. and he just started writing it. And that was, that's one of the ones, there was, I, I went away to Gloucester for a weekend to write over, Gail and Tom had sent some stuff and that in quicksand, yeah. and I think Faceless and mine all came together on that weekend. Right, that weekend, yeah. that stormy weekend, yes. kind of like Heathcliff. Winter beach. She went to a winter rocky beach, and she just holed up, and yeah. I, I love that, like I didn't see the actual it's place It's the first and only went. time I've ever done that. By herself, got away yeah. from the family and just really concentrated yeah. on writing. And, you know, when yeah. I think about, like, girls up on the gutter screaming at us, shouting yeah. at us, shouting, I just, that, I just picture it. It is it so yeah. New England, and I just love it. Raw yes. coast. I just yep. love it. Yeah. It's, 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 you know, the layers on it, like you said, it's just how there are so many layers on the song, but it still stays calm and mellow. You know, it never loses its mm-hmm. personality as oh, all yeah. those yeah. go on. I and just... I like, it does have a when I'm 64 kind of, I love that. I mean, it's more about, it's a friendship song, not mm-hmm. a relationship yeah. song, but yeah, I mean, friendship relationship as opposed to partner relationship. But yeah, that, um, that's really sweet. I yeah. like that comparison. It's, it's, yeah. it, it, it was the first thing that came to mind because it, it and, and that, and I felt, I also feel like it's such a sweet song and it's just yeah. so, and you know, having been married only about three years now, yeah, I get it. Yeah, yeah. You know, <laughs> you know the, 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 the core line. I'm like, yeah. yeah. And I'm sure she thinks it ten times over. Oh, yeah. come on. <laughs> um, I, I think one of the biggest songs on the album, though, that the the fans at least seem to really adore is "Human Child." Seems to be kind of like the, the it's yeah. for me. And 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 I'll you know uh, indulge myself for a moment. Um, <laughs> I, had a, I had a very interesting experience with the record. Um, the first time I heard it, I was sitting in my office when it was, when it was put up on NPR at first and, oh, uh, right. they yeah, it first. yeah. Right. and, mm-hmm. um, wasn't expecting it, canceled some meetings, uh, and just <laughs> sat and listened to it. I, no I, kidding. Wait a long time You're to hear awesome. this. Song. So sweet. And Thank a friend you. of mine was sitting like six feet from me and apparently about halfway through the record said, are you okay? Because I was just <gasps> in this zone. And I said to her, I said, yeah, she said, how's the record? I said, it's impossibly good. Because it was just, I'm crying over here. Instantly, just was so taken by it. The weird thing has been, thank you guys for the music. Is that I've gone through different phases with the songs. Like at first, all I really wanted to hear was "Human Child" because it was just so perfect and wonderful. And you know, you find the one lyric that just devastates you every single time. Devastates you. Yeah, and then you know, and then it was like 
not that I stopped loving that, but then it was Quicksand, and then it was mm-hmm. Artifact for a really long time. Oh, wow. um, and recently it's been Starry-Eyed. And, you know, each of these songs has such a strong personality to it, but they fit together as, as this, this singular item. When you guys sat down to do the sequencing, was it, you know, a, a lengthy process to figure out how this all fits together? It, it's... I don't know. I didn't really get that involved in the sequencing. And it's it's almost the same as writing a set list every night. I just, I don't get the sense. I can't do it. Mm -hmm. Tom and Tanya, they sweat over the set list every night. And I think you guys sweat over the sequencing too. But I know that it was, I mean, it's pretty important however you're sequencing something. So, although, I don't know. Are people getting them spotify know one at a time? Mm -hmm. So maybe we're overstressing it. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah, that one is. um, For no reason. Right. I think we sort of tend to sequence by vibe rather than narrative. You know, it's more sort of. <laughs> yeah. That one was, you know, like. Yeah, that was a peppy one. Let's bring exactly, it down. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Okay. Exactly. Let's segue. Let's bring them down now. Now it's time for a rock block. <laughs> yeah. I know it. <laughs> and then, yeah. Yeah. So it's more yeah. kind of. Or a how rock. about. Hey, this one's in a different key. Maybe we should throw this one in here. <laughs> We've had. The, the, the previous eight were in the same key, so. Let's yeah, trick them with this one. That, Give with me the choruses are CFG. <laughs> Let's move on from CFG. <laughs> so do you, do you see Human Child as an up, as a down? You know, where, where, where do you guys feel that song is? I feel like that one, it's funny because like, I know that that's the one that people get weepiest, but I yeah. feel like that's one of the most positive songs. So I, do I. Lyrics I've ever written. I do written too. Written in my life. I so. really. Yeah, I know. you know, so, yeah. So, some trick of the light. Like to me, I'm just like, so right? It's, yeah. It's, it's, yeah. Miss Tanya Donnelly is turning a phrase yeah. that really is making me well up right now just talking to you, thinking about that line. Yeah. I know what you're saying. Yeah. I oh, mean, it's amazing. I'm it's, glad you feel that way. It, it is funny because that is the song that people will mostly be bawling on and we see our friends in the front row crying their eyes out. And um, um, But I, I think they're happy tears in a way too and I just think it's yeah. funny, like especially because... A lot of the people that are coming back to see us now saw us when they were in the bloom of their youth. Sure. Mm -hmm. And everyone is remembering their college first romances or their first time away from home or they were 18 and it was the first concert they saw. And I think people are thinking back on their own, um, you know, childhood and, you know, and where where time takes you and stuff like that. So, sure. Yeah, right. Mm. As they come to our shows with their now adult children. With their now adult, sometimes. So what's, what's that like? Where sometimes like, oh. grandchildren. Bringing grandchildren to shows. No, I'm lucky because people are still a good 10 years younger than me because I'm the oldest one in the band anyway. So I still... Um, feel superior? I still feel superior. <laughs> I still feel like they need to obey and respect. And for the most part, they do. <laughs> So when you guys are playing some of these uh, older songs, do do you hear them differently now? Do you feel them differently now? Oh, you mean from Star and Like King? the old stuff. Oh, the old, the old, old stuff, stuff. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. I wonder if they might have different meaning to me now, specifically, like listening to them in a whole sort of objective context, you know, playing them differently. Um, I do try to, personally, I do try to recapture what we did when we were, like those things were road tested Mm because you know we toured for like 18 months and those songs were just like so so i try to remember what that feel was when you're just buzzing because you're locked in you know and so i don't know i don't know that's really i'm rambling i don't know no no i I think i think you're right because that's how i feel too like sometimes it depends on what song it is like some of them i feel like 
oh, that's what that song means. And yeah, that's others, what that song means. And yeah. then others, I'm just kind of, I, I, I know exactly what you mean, especially, like, I feel like Geppetto is, yeah, Geppetto. I'll use that as an example of that one really transports me back in time. Like, I feel like, yeah, I, I feel like, like yeah. that one, for whatever reason, is a portal back. And then, and then we're back in the present. Yeah, it's <laughs> funny for me, like Geppetto, like, like because right before I joined the band, that star came out, and you know, Geppetto to me is like a little encapsulation of time, early yes, '90s for me, where I was like, too. oh shit, I'm getting, yeah. I get to be for, for. I'm gonna blow some smoke up these guys' ass, but I actually get to be in that band that plays Geppetto now. Mm-hmm. Like that's how I won the lottery, you know, to be in that band, and so I kind of feel that same giddiness, like I'm in this band and I'm playing. Geppetto look at me I'm in the band so that kind of brings me right back to that time capsule Mm -hmm. of 1991 which is kind of a neat time yeah yeah I mean because there's songs in the catalog that I remember you know for for so long they meant one thing to me and I hear them now you know slow dog is the first one that comes to mind yeah Yeah. has a totally different meaning to me at 38 than it did at like 16 absolutely like every night when I say thought I'd leave this world by 21 (gasps) it just makes me laugh a little bit you know and like that you know I just feel like here I was at that age Right. You know, and we yeah. always say, like, we thought we were all grown up. Like, I, I here I, you know, I'm singing about my childhood and my past in Geppetto and Slow Dog. And, <laughs> and now I sing those songs and the person who wrote them, I think of as being a child. Yeah, that's really <laughs> funny. Sure. You I know, know, it's it. kind of yeah. a funny, weird kind of yeah. folding of time. It's, yeah. it's yeah. weird. Yeah, you know, still yeah, love the song true. just as much, but, you know, yeah. I definitely have new ears on it. But it's like, it. how cute yeah. that I thought that I was... <laughs> how cute. Right. How cute that I thought I was going to That I was suicide. firmly planted in adulthood at that point. <laughs> it made so much sense then. Yes, exactly. The um, ripe old age of 24 years old. Oh, man, now, do I go back to the downer question? Like, I have this downer question that's just been staring me you down. You can ask it. Bring Uh-oh. us down. So, so with quicksand, um, which which I really, you know, the, the opening of quicksand, I was down before you, before you came. Yeah. You know? and, and, again, because I like to appropriate things to my own life because it's easy. Um, <laughs> you know, I, I see that as someone who's dealt with, you know, depression and mental illness mm. my whole life. And, and yeah. having to explain that every time a new person comes into my life, I'm like, yeah, this... This is so not you, you know. Yes, yeah. I'm, I'm battle worn on this one. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. But I'm fascinated by the uh, as long as we're pretending, let's pretend it ended well, which is one of my favorite phrases you've ever turned. Isn't it it's, amazing? It's, I it's, know. It's, it's I such know. A, a, a gorgeous, oh a gorgeous lyric. So were the lyrics there first, or was the music there first? For the Quick music Sand? was there first. That's one of the Gloucester songs. Okay. Oh, right. <laughs> um, yeah. And that one actually picture stormy, that is stormy, fast, stormy, stormy winter, dark, dark and stormy, dark and stormy. Literally, I had it in my ears, walking on the winter beach, freezing cold, beautiful Gloucester, beautiful weird Gloucester, mm. and that came. That one came in like five minutes. And just I know that's obnoxious, up. but it really no. did. Like I was, because t- Tom just sent me the bare bones of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was in a different form then. I think there was like, we, we added stuff later. Um, the chorus changed a little. But that one just came super quickly, like whole cloth. Just happened. Yeah. <sighs> Don't so, you hate and her? And that doesn't... No, Don't you hate her now? That's really, really, really unusual for me. Uh-huh. So I'm, I'm not, you know, that's a very, a very unusual event <laughs> yeah i mean i think anyone who's, who's so. ever written knows those don't come often it's uh i think dave grohl the sound city movie 
when he's talking to Paul McCartney because Paul writes a song in like 40 seconds. Yes. And Dave's like, I wish it was always this easy. Yeah. Paul's like, it always is. Yeah. Right. He's but you're Paul McCartney. Yeah. You can, you know. Yeah. So we were speaking a little bit earlier, though. Um, you know, we're talking about all these different emotions and, you know, all of us tearing up at different times and not letting anyone who's listening know that it's happening. Um, <laughs> with with the fans who, the the shimmerers to be. they're They're a very interesting group of people. And I'm not, I'm not saying this in a bad way, but, you know, looking around last night and seeing kind of different people having these really strong mm, emotions yeah. at different times and coming back yeah. night after night, you know, how how has that amazing. Of, you know the the musical journey to have have a group like that along with you guys? Well, a they, lot of them were fans in the nineties, right? Yeah, and, and then, right. just never gave it up, <laughs> and <laughs> hoped and prayed that we would someday do shows again. And they have brought all those years of hope, love, and expectation with them on these oh. last two tours, yeah. and they lift us up every night yeah they know who they are yep we love them very much <laughs> they've it, been across yeah. the pond a lot of them have done a lot of english dates wales um you know i don't think anyone made it to yeah. barcelona we were just in yeah barcelona. we were on our own in barcelona yeah we were on our own we're, like, oh, <laughs> we're the shimmers uh they no they were a great crowd too yeah. but um no, they're great. And they, they have like real lives. Like they real, they totally leave their spouses or children or the better half at home and go off and their follow jobs. the circus. Their yeah, it's, Their jobs. Yeah, they it's take real, time off from work. Right. They're and professionals kind of, with big, like a lot of degrees after their names or whatever you call those things. Yeah. Letters. <laughs> whatever. <laughs> Different combination Both. of letters yeah. and numbers. But it's really, it is, names. it's really nice to have, and Bill, you know, Bill Janovitz and I were talking about how Billy and Buffalo Tom both have just these super, I, I mean, I, I, at the risk, of, they're just like all very sort of, you know, yes, they follow us around and yes, they're, you know, they're traveling and yes, they're up front and yes, but they're just, it's more of, it's a, the relationship is more, is very level. The playing field is level. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? It's, yeah. they're, they're fans, but they're also just these interesting, developed, right. wonderful people that we love, and they've developed hanging out with as well. It's right. just a, it's a, it's a, it's a blessing, and they've become friends with each other through the Shimmer mm -hmm. Group, and um, which we have to shout out to Johnny Trash, right? Because he started Shimmer years ago, didn't yeah, he? Yeah. And um, he yep. put all these, you know, he just started as a throwing muses, Kristen, Tanya. Mm -hmm. Breeders, Belly, Fansite, and then people that had that same proclivity for that kind of mm. crazy music <laughs> um, <laughs> so, um, started to, you know, yeah. become friends through that. And then in real life, a lot of them have been meeting for the first time, actually, at some of these shows. And I think, like we were talking earlier, like the band Belly is sort of tertiary to their, yeah. you know, like we're not even like we're just background music now. I mean, no, yeah. I'm not saying no, they're no. not listening to us. I, but th that's what, and that I think is really actually even more important in all of this is their Absolutely. community has become, we've become sort of incidental to the community yeah. that they have formed, which is, I you know, they're, yeah. they, that, I don't know. I could talk about them all day because I just am so inspired by yeah. seeing that, yeah. that yeah it's almost like you know like belly is like the like the you know the annoying matchmaker cousin that's always trying to set you up with somebody and then it works 
And then, yeah. you know, yeah. the cousin's out in the cold. <laughs> and they're all having a good time. And we're hauling gear into the van, just driving the, the Dodge Caravan back to Rhode Island. Yeah. yeah. Um, hey, someone's got to do it. Oh, my gosh. We're, we're destroying You're saying something the about like keeping keeping the dressing room really nice and clean, right? Yeah, and then right. I come in and trash. All right, Tanya, just trash. Yeah, exactly. It. I have the. I know. For, <laughs> so for, I'm very clumsy for a short person. <laughs> oh, I never heard that before. <laughs> I didn't know that that shorter people were shorter. like more mm-hmm. prone. Yeah, to Yeah, they're clumsy. actually more balletic. But <laughs> <laughs> she's she's disproving that. She, she's disproving that. Even though she looks like a ballerina. <laughs> I know. It is. It's like, so when you and I talked like four or five years ago, um, when we were talking about the Swan Series, Swan Song Series, easy mm-hmm. for me to say. I, I said to you after we were done with the interview, I said, so do you think there's a possibility that Belly might play again? And you perfectly dodged the question. Um, so here we are all these years later. So I want to ask, is there going to be another record? We don't know. Uh, honestly, really we are not. We're not. Uh, so it's not a no. It's not a no, but it's not a yes either. You know, mm-hmm. it really is. We're kind of just taking things as they, as it goes. Because mm-hmm. you know? I mean, this I mean, record was just so. Well, just uh, I know it. I it's, would love to keep writing with these people, obviously, but I don't know what the form it's going to take, and mm-hmm. we're kind of we haven't had that conversation yet we are really yeah we haven't had that uncomfortable conversation we're going thanks like for bringing six, it up yeah Joel. exactly thanks Joel. <laughs> weird. Weird. now it's weird I mean, i'm not going to say which person now the band i feel asked weird me to ask and i want to leave kind of push yeah. the question it's cut we we do have a plan <laughs> we have a plan to talk about the plan mm-hmm. we do we actually have a plan to talk about the plan <laughs> if you can believe it living in the now though we're living in the now but usually let me just let's just, just i'm gonna blow some smoke up belly's butt <laughs> this is so diy you can't even believe it we are in a Dodge Caravan with our back line or rented gear when we go to the West Coast. Tanya is our tour manager. Our um, advance, She does our advancing. She does the bookkeeping. She does the flights. She does the travel arrangement. She does the visas. She does all the... What's the other stuff you do? Like you advance European back line. She's doing... The work of like what five people at our record label used to do. Mm-hmm. Seriously, I'm I'm not even kidding. I'm sure there's even more hats and that you wear than the I band don't know too. About. And yeah, then on top of all that, she yeah, turns a phrase like nobody else. Right? She sings like a bird, and she has a she has a nice little figure on stage. She has a comely figure on stage, and has an entertaining oh vibe. She has an inter- <laughs> she has a nice figure oh on stage, my. and she presents an entertaining figure. <laughs> Let's put it that way. So she's doing all that shit. Chris is doing all our merch, everything merch. Oh. He's designing. He's doing our. Um, you design uh, that. You, you yep. would, okay. But you would I, chill. Well, okay. Design team. My the Chris design Norman, team. Gail Greenwood. Uh, chill, chill. My boyfriend is doing all the packaging. He's phenomenal. He did all the beautiful posters and yeah. all the um, packaging for the record. Chris does artwork, all the artwork, all, all the, the photography, business. all, all the, the t-shirts, well. all the merch so he, business. Yeah, so he's, yep. he's very... Tom's doing all the taxes. Yes. Um, books, all the bookkeeping. Yeah, he... Yep. Um, and, and, and writing and doing all the production, all that production yeah. is hours and hours and hours over a hot laptop. The, everything fell Just very, no free time. very... I sit around and complain. No, no you don't. Oh, I do. I say, where are the vegan this. cannolis? You're, you're also, you're where are the vegan cannolis all, on the rider? You are ninety percent of the of the entertainment value. <laughs> well, and, I mean, but I don't present a comely figure. 
I yes, don't you present do. a comely you figure. You are out of your mind. <laughs> oh, my God. Listen to Bardot over here complaining about... Oh, well, I don't know. Um, so, I feel like so everything... We're busy. Everything just Got fell. Right, yeah. And then yeah. she has children but in we college. Did, Chris has that, two those small are all complementary skills Thomas that are kind of naturally fall into place, which is nice. Yeah. Like we, we have our skill sets complement each other and yeah. fall into, you know, it sort of just. I know she claims to like doing all the travel I arrangements and the, getting the discounts so at the it's hotels. calming for you? She checks us I in. Do. She's tour I, I do. I, just, I love us. doing she that does stuff. The routing. I love doing that she stuff. She drives. I really she drives do, though. The, the van. It is not a hardship. I actually enjoy planning stuff. It's one of the. I get it. It's, everyone kind of has their, you know, like I love baking. And I love to have so someone. Calming I'm it's like so a different from yes. everything else. I love finding a bargain. Yeah. She loves I bargains. Love, I love we it. stay in the nicest hotels. This is a difference too. Like we're actually staying in nicer hotels than we used to stay in, and it's not cost that going to arm and a leg because Tanya's using her own genius I'm a crazy points, person. and she's a crazy person for a bargain. <laughs> And we each get our own rooms. It's very civilized and beautiful, you know? Like and, real and adults. And day trips are nice, like real adults. Yeah. yeah. It's wonderful. Yes. Yeah. And we're not a tour bus, which is difficult because even though tour, a tour bus makes sense in some situations, and mm-hmm. we used to travel with a tour bus and a semi and a crew bus, and can you imagine how much money you would be bleeding? And sure. And that's what yeah. we were bleeding. But you're also living on top of people. This we travel not really long, crazy distances. The most we ever drive is like maybe eight or nine yeah, hours. It's very civilized, and then we um, have little. It's much more civilized, and then you have a nice hotel room to yourself, and you're not sharing it with five people. Mm-hmm. You know, and it has its, its advantages. Um, it has its advantages, but it's also wicked money saving, and um, it's really a smart way to tour. But it takes someone with the know-how to do it, like Tanya does. So we're really thankful. You know. I would be. St- I don't know where we'd be staying if I was tour managing us. Couches and, you know. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Just Craigslist. The van tonight. Just cruising Craigslist. Craigslist. <laughs> Craigslist. That's really funny. Band needs a place to stay. Please. Wait, we'll sing acoustic for eggs. Oh my God. So anyway, that's why we haven't had that to circle back. Let's right. Back. Right. Where were we? That's why we haven't had that. Um, the plan to talk about the right, plan. Right, right. The plan, plan to, plan to talk, talk about the plan. But. Got it. Yeah. Got it. Well, thank you for planning to talk to me. Thank you. And Joel. dealing with the technical error. Hey, listen. Oh, no worries. You, you know, know what? Not at all. That's okay that you forgot to put batteries in the uh, reel-to-reel. You know. But it's okay. <laughs> the, the hamster died. What am I going to do? The hamster that was turning the tape. Yeah. He um, died. But, uh, yeah, you guys got to go do a show. Thank you. Come tonight, and good luck getting towards the front. The light pulls me upright, makes me laugh out loud into the emptiness. My eternal thanks once again to Tanya and Gail. I don't remember the last time I had that much fun doing an interview. Again, they are still on tour here in the States. There's a couple dates left, and I cannot recommend highly enough that you go check them out. Make sure you go spin Dove one or a thousand times. It is definitely worth the time and one of the best albums to come out in 2018. You can find more about Belly at bellyofficial.com and on all the social medias. Just search for them, and no, they are not the rapper Belly. They are much, much better. If you want to find out more about me, you can go to facebook.com slash thedailyguru. If you're on Instagram, you can find me at EarFuel. And that is your weekly EarFuel. Share and enjoy. Enjoy.